Dean, it finally happened. Uh, what is it you are referring to? I think the age is catching up to me, and I think I have to give up caffeine for good. And by caffeine, I specifically mean coffee. Oh, no, not coffee. That's like adults' gasoline. Exactly. I'm very sad to say, but um, coffee is just not doing me good. Coffee going in tastes amazing, but coffee coming out is not amazing. And therefore, <laughs> I think I have to make the executive decision that too much acid for my stomach. Oh, that's that's quite unfortunate. Now, is it just any coffee or is it like Starbucks coffee or homemade coffee or just all coffee? Is it what? I, I think it's all coffee. Um, I'm personally boycotting Starbucks um, for their. Uh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Political stance right now with the whole genocide in Gaza and yep. Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, I think just like I am someone who doesn't like to eat breakfast. So I'm really making the effort to try to eat breakfast more, but it doesn't help when I have coffee. And sometimes I just forget to eat. And today was one of those examples of like, why food is important and yeah i just gotta take better care of myself r.i.p relationships with coffee um i'll probably dabble in here and there but yeah i think i'm gonna make the effort starting today or starting tomorrow morning of not having coffee (laughs) i'm sorry i need a minute (laughs) it's okay you take your minute um while we mourn the loss of Yesenia's relationship with coffee, RIP, uh, at least looking on the bright side, uh, we did promise ourselves to a healthier 2024. And if that means giving up something that we love, even if it's coffee, even if it's coffee, uh, if it means better health and no more acid reflux, then um, as they say, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, and speaking of doing what we got to do, we got to do this uh, soft boiled podcast here on another fantastic Friday with a special guest, the return of Mr. Impressive himself. Uh, and since he's here, nah, I'm not going to have him do a live, live, live intro. It's okay. Ace. Uh, you're you're going to make me do the intro live? Uh, Ace, with your pre recorded intro, fantastic intro, take us away. You are now tuned in to the soft boiled podcast with DeAndre and Yesenia. Your one-stop shop for all things relationships. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You are now tuned in to the Soft Boiled Podcast with DeAndre and Yesenia. Your one-stop shop for all things relationships. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Whoa, was there an echo in here? I just heard that twice. I love that. <laughs> uh, hello, Ace. How's it going? Uh, nice seeing you here on this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We got a football Sunday, championship Sunday, two weeks before the Super Bowl. Uh, it's a fantastic night, fantastic weather in the Bay Area yet again. <clears throat> can you can you really call it fantastic weather? I mean, it's been pretty shaky. I mean, from today like, was a beautiful day. Today was, I, like and I know, day. I know, but like the past like two weeks, it's been like fifty degree high. And now it's like seventy <laughs> degree high. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, been rough. yeah. Last couple of weeks, it's been it's been a little rough with the on and off rain and whatnot. But this the last week has kind of stabilized a little bit. Um, today was a glorious day. You know, it was it. I had a jacket on when I went out, and I was like, "Wow, it is warm. <laughs> Let me take this shit off." Uh, but, yeah, it was like seventy five degrees. I think at the highest today. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Not but, bad. Uh, it's beginning to look uh, like summer. 
How you been, uh, my friend, uh, since we last spoke with you on the pod? I know it's been a, it's been a good I, while. I don't even remember the topic <laughs> when I was last I on here. Was, but I think it was red flags or green flags. It's probably green flags. I can't remember. I, yeah, I think it was one of those, but I'm good. Uh, I'm still doing my thing. Uh, I'm on like several dating apps right now as I'm talking to you. <laughs> hey, oh, that's, yeah. what, that's what we like to fucking hear. Um, I taught him, no I luck taught yet, him. but I'm I'm still trucking it. Man, I'm telling you, we gotta we gotta get you out to Petaluma one of these nights, man, for a night of fun. It's tough, man. I know, I know. Well, well, I'm I'm gonna make it happen. I promise. Um, it can't just be me all right no i know no i'm so down no yeah we're gonna we're gonna get the gang out there and it's not gonna just be you it's gonna be a group effort it's gonna be a group thing but uh we'll touch we'll touch more on that when the time comes but uh i was informed um through our discord that you actually requested uh our our presence our audience today uh and I honestly, and this is not a joke or anything to be honest. I honestly have no idea what he wants to say or ask. He said he wants to ask us uh, some questions about what I'm not exactly sure. So this is going to be a surprise for everybody. And I kind of wanted to keep it that way because I want my answers to be genuine uh, and maybe not well thought out. (laughs) But no, 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 it's fine. I think it's better if you answer. uh, Well, actually, I have two questions, but. it's, I think it's better f- for you guys if you just answer it off rip instead of just having hella time to think about it. I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, that sounds good. Now, I'll, I'll be transparent. I, I don't know if uh, the second question I have you guys have already spoken about on the pod because I, I, I'll be honest, I'm not caught up yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess we'll see. The first question, I'm pretty sure you guys have not talked about because it's not really well you, i mean i guess if you look at it that way it doesn't really pertain to relationships mm-hmm. but you, you you definitely can if you wanted to go that route shoot us with a question mr impressive all right so the so the first question is a little bit it's a little bit of a loaded question and i don't mind if you guys uh need a little a couple moments to think about it but uh, when I asked it in the Discord to our other friends, uh, I've gotten some pretty interesting answers. But uh, the first question is, okay, so let, I have to like disclaim this because it's kind of pertaining to religion, kind of, sort of. Yeah, okay. So the, the R word. Yeah, I know, right? No. Um, uh, so let's say like you, you, you pass away, right? And mm-hmm. like you, you move on to the afterlife if there is one, right? And mm-hmm. you meet the quote unquote like creator of everything, right? If there is one. And you just had an opportunity to have a conversation with them, right? Mm-hmm. It, when you meet this person, what would you ask them about? Would you ask them the like what the like the meaning of like the universe is, like kind of what everyone wants to know, kind of, but like, or something else more personal? Because for me personally, this is what I said. I would just ask that person for like random statistics that happened in my life. Like how much of my life have I spent sleeping? Or did this person at this point, did this person have a crush on me? Or stuff like that. Stuff that doesn't really matter. But I would just like to know 
if uh, if it was what I thought it was, or because like I think about how much time, like for the for the first question I had, it was like, oh, how much time have I spent asleep during my whole entire lifespan? And I think there was a random like research thing that I saw uh, maybe like last week, and it was like the average person spends like a third of their life asleep, mm-hmm. right? Because like that's like roughly eight hours in a day. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense, right? But then there's it doesn't really take into account like the naps that you take and all that. So I would just like to know that general like uh, amount of time and and probably like years as the measurement how much i spent asleep yeah and then with the with the dating one or like with the girls that like me i would just like because like i remember a lot of instances where like i would be talking to somebody and i would be kind of like paranoid or misinterpret like the uh the signals that I'm getting, so I would be unsure if they're just being polite or if they actually were, like, sort of interested in me. Yeah. And I think that would be, like, something... And I would just ask about this for, like, every aspect of my life. Like, I would I would ask if I did this instead because, like, this being I'm talking to is supposed to be all-knowing and all that. Yep. Would it have panned out this way? And I would do that at basically like every key moment that I can remember throughout yeah. like my entire life. But, like uh, if I made this choice, would this have happened the way I wanted it to type thing? Right. Yeah. Damn, that's well, a good question. It's a it's a loaded question. That's why I wanted to like explain myself uh, before I could get you guys to chime in. Like <laughs> I, mean, I asked this. What I was, was going to say, like, we definitely have not had this conversation no, really about not. religion either. I mean, we kind of dabbled into religion here and there, um, you know, but never like a full on episode dedicated to like our spiritual religious practices or the lack thereof type of thing. So I think this question can be really interesting, especially considering like if like someone like me who I'm both I was raised Catholic, I'm sort of kind of like atheist but also like believe in a higher being you know what i mean so it's like very complex for my brain right now (laughs) but it's like oh like if this was like a like a thing like how would i how would i go about it Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a hypothetical but i thought i just thought it would it was a really interesting question and i mean like you both are have like some of the more broader perspectives of the people i know so I just wanted to see what your guys' uh, take would be on it. I, I think uh, my first one would be, uh, how much money have I spent on Wendy's? <laughs> Since Wendy's is my favorite <laughs> fast food restaurant, I absolutely adore Wendy's to no end. Uh, I, I, I would have to know how much money I have spent um, on, on, on Wendy's. I think... First and foremost, that has to be one of the questions I ask. That's just one of uh, my more selfish reasons. Well, I mean, let's be honest, like all of these questions that at least that I've mentioned up to this point have been selfish questions. I wouldn't 
want to know like the answers to like all the the life stuff or like the deep stuff until after I get everything personal out the way if I got that time. Yeah, like yeah. I, I probably wouldn't want to know like when is humanity gonna extinguish itself. Mm-hmm. No, um, I I feel like I would want to know that, especially if like I mean recently, and we can go into a whole episode about this later. But like I've actually recently decided that I don't want kids, and so. Um, I'm going to start the process of like researching how to freeze my eggs in case I change my mind one day. But like, if I were to have kids or like my little brother and sister, you know, like if like, what is the world going to come to as adults for them? Because I worry about that often. Like if I were to die, let's say tonight, right? I don't wake up. Like what type of world are they going to grow up in and are they going to be safe? And that's, I think that's something that I would want to know, like what comes of the twins and are they going to be good people? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a deeper question. I'm trying to think of like a very superficial question. Like, I think I would probably want to know if I would have like been less worried about what people thought of me, could I have made it on YouTube? Like I, cause I was I wanted to do like makeup tutorials on YouTube. So I even got like a whole setup. I had all the makeup for it. It was just a matter of like uploading the videos and i just never did and like now it's like not a thing anymore like people don't do makeup tutorials on youtube anymore it's all on tiktok i we canceled james charles yes thanks for for remembering that um so for me it's like oh i can do it on tiktok but then i'm like uh i don't know like i still get really like shy about it so i think i would want to know like hey would i have made it and by made it i just mean i really want the free skincare that's really what i wanted like the pr because then it's like cool i get to try things out and also like see like if i liked things like get my family involved like my sister and my like mom help my mom take care of her skin so she feels young and beautiful you know things like that good answer i i personally would have but i understand uh internet can be a really harsh place sometimes and sometimes you just don't want to deal with it mm-hmm. So. I think uh, I think another question that I would ask, sort of along the same lines uh, as you, Ace, with the relationships thing, is uh, how many times did I fumble the bag? Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would be like, man, did I? Did I? Did I fuck that up? <laughs> man. He gonna well, be like, or she gonna be like, badly. <laughs> or uh, or another one that I would ask is if I had the confidence that I have now uh, when I was in high school or coming out of high school, uh, how many, what would my body count have been? Interesting. Do you, do you think it would have been way more than what it is now? Like double? Not like way more. I wouldn't even say that, but it would, it would absolutely have been, uh, higher not like my number my number is not even extremely high as it is now um, what, are you gonna put up prime jordan numbers <laughs> but i it, it would it would be it would be maybe a couple bodies more not like significantly more but it, it'd be it'd be quite a few quite a few more i think mm. and that's not like something i think about you know uh in my like daily life or whatever or weekly but it's just something every now and again that pumps in my mind like, damn, man, what was I thinking back then? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I think something I would I would want to know is like if my parents were to have stayed together and not got divorced, what would my life have been like? Like, well, what, how would you have turned out? Yep. Oh, yeah. Because that's a good one, actually, that's a good one. Because, like, I mean, not to like air out my parents' dirty laundry, but like, my dad was an alcoholic and he was abusive, and you know, like at the end of the day, like we left a really toxic situation, and both my mom grew from that, and my dad did too. Like, my dad, you know, for for a moment there, he wasn't drinking at all, but nowadays he takes like a week to drink a forty, which is kind of gross if you think about it, but. Because he'll, like, deadass put it in the fridge and, like, save it for later type thing. That's crazy. Yeah, so he has definitely changed in terms of his drinking habits, which is great, you know? Like, I'm proud of him for that. Um, But I know, I feel like that comes with having to go through a divorce and losing the love of your life. And it's like, if he never would have left, if we would have never left, would he have had that moment and, like, those realizations? And that would mean I wouldn't have my brother Andrew because he's my half-brother from my dad. Mm-hmm. So we have different moms. So that also comes with that idea of knowing that like Andrew would have never existed. Mm-hmm. And I love my Drew. I just remembered another one I would have asked as well is how much time have I spent on each of like the individual hobbies that I have? Mm. How much time I've spent playing video games, watching anime, watching movies. Uh, going to play basketball, it's like shit like that. I think it would have been interesting to see, like, because, like, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day. How much have I actually spent it on those hobbies instead of, like, just having, like, a moment to myself? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's always something to do. You could always find something to do. So, but, like, sometimes you don't really remember to oh, just kind of like lounge around and all that and it's like be chill so i would have been very interested to see uh <sighs> how much time i'm not gonna say wasted because uh no i don't think like the time that you spent on your hobbies is a waste you know and i just saying oh, sorry no, no it's fine i just think that it would have been it Upon probably hearing the answer that I wouldn't be ready for, I probably would have been like, I might, I maybe I should have went outside more often or just done, <laughs> maybe switch it up every now and then, you know, instead of just falling on like the usual stuff. Yeah. That's all. Um, I have something I need to say to that, but as a quick side note, I think the Niners won because yeah, they, there's fireworks they, going off. Oh, yeah. All those fireworks are gunshots. Play, play the game and yourself at home. Yeah, man, fuck the Niners. Anyways, going back. Um, so there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother, which is my all-time favorite show, where they go to one of the characters' house. His name's Barney. So they go to Barney's house because there's like this big storm coming in, and like, you know, if you're gonna evacuate the city, like you gotta evacuate, and it comes time that you can't ev- evacuate anymore. So they're stuck in Barney's house. And it's funny because they're starting to think like they're gonna die, you know, like the the impending doom, right? And Ted goes, um, if we don't survive this, I hope you all know, I really wish I would have branched out in my 20s to make more friends. (laughs) And it's hella funny because I think about that and I'm like, okay, I'm really happy with y'all and the friends that I have made. And I got really comfortable with you all being 
the people you are and like us in this group that I was like, I don't really need to make more friends. And when I decided to start making more friends, finding myself disappointed that they weren't genuine people like you guys are. So y'all set like the standard for me and nobody was able to really meet that standard besides the people I actually end up feeling like did meet those standards. Oh, damn. So I don't wish I would have made more friends. I just wish I would have taken people for who they were rather than comparing them to this group. So I would have asked something along those lines of like, hey, if I didn't compare this person to this person, like, would I have been friends? Like, would that have been a good friendship for me? Ew. But hey, Ew. I have Feelings. standards, okay? Um, Shut up, DeAndre. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think uh, uh, kind of going back to sort of what you guys had touched on, uh, Yesenia, uh, being like if you if you were raised differently how would you have turned out kind of thing I think one thing I would definitely ask if I was raised with both parents or if I had my dad in my life more uh, would I have turned out the same or would I have made the same life decisions I think a big question that I would genuinely ask is if I didn't move to California what mm-hmm. would my life have been like because obviously I wouldn't know you guys uh, I wouldn't obviously this podcast wouldn't be a thing I there's so much of my life that would be totally, totally different if I never uh, decided to move out this way. And I and I still think to this day that moving to California is single-handedly the best decision I have ever made in my entire life. Even though I was I was like 10 years old when I asked, I had no idea why I wanted to move, but I knew I did. And my mom, bless her heart. Um, was like, okay, uh, I guess, you know, we'll, me and you will go. Uh, my sister decided to stay back in Memphis and she's still there. I think she wants to move uh, out to California. Uh, I don't know how she's been saying that for years, but Lord knows if that's ever going to happen at this point, how expensive everything is. But yeah, I still think about it to this day. Like what would my life uh, be like if I never, you know, if I never moved out here, would I still, would I even still be in Memphis if I had stayed there? Uh, would I be living in Georgia or Mississippi or, or I, I honestly have no idea. I, I probably would still be living there if I'm being honest, but uh, I'm glad that I did make it out of there. I made it out of one ghetto and into another ghetto. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that you were kind of like the person that was like, I don't want to live in, in, in Memphis anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I don't even know why I wanted to move. There's something I don't know if it's because I remember when when I, it was fourth grade, right? I was in mm-hmm. fourth grade. It was like 2004. So, yeah, I was 10 years old. Um, I remember the the FedEx form had just got built in Memphis, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And I remember shortly, it was like shortly after that, I had transferred schools from the school I had been going to from first to fourth grade because that was a brand new school that opened up right around the corner from my house. So I started going there in kindergarten. Uh, I went to a school that was, a that was maybe like 10, 15 minutes away from my house. And I transferred back to that school halfway through, maybe not even halfway through, but I transferred there in fourth grade. Uh, and then it was about that time, uh, maybe like halfway through that semester, I was like, yeah, mom, I don't want to do this anymore. And I went, came out here, uh, like partway through fourth grade and finished out my fourth grade there. And then, you know, as I say, the rest is history. And I've been out here mm-hmm. ever since. 
So that's kind of that's kind of how that story goes in a nutshell. There's really honestly like nothing more to it. It was it was honestly like kind of it was kind of that simple. If I'm being completely honest with you, and it was just like like you just knew you wanted to go to California. It wasn't it, okay. So that part. Um. So it wasn't California specifically. I when I had asked to move, uh, it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't say California. I didn't say. Texas. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't say anything specifically. What you made, were just like, "Mom, I want to move." Yeah. What made my mom choose California is because my mom, aunt, and uncle all grew up out here. Mm. They, my grandpa was Air Force, and he was stationed over in Travis back in the day, and they okay. lived in the Crest, which is a very famous neighborhood uh, here in Vallejo. They lived in the Crest when the Crest was a brand new neighborhood. So that was basically like the suburbs back in uh the 70s and 80s you know before it turned to what it is now that we all know and love and cherish <laughs> um but yeah that's he was stationed out in Travis they they had um you know i think i think all three of them were born out this way i'm not exactly sure okay no i take that back my mom was actually born in france um but they you know eventually made their way out to, out here they went to high school here graduated high school and then eventually all made their way down to good old good old uh tennessee and mississippi mm-hmm. and whatnot uh and so yeah that's why my mom has roots uh here in the city and so i guess that made it easy for them and of course you know to take care of them as they uh got uh older in their older age so that made it easier for you know to have someone to take care of them yeah. yeah, I think something I would also ask. Um, dang, I can already feel like the tears coming up. <laughs> so my brother's group of friends are pretty much all passed away, um, and it really started with my cousin, who's also not really my cousin. We just like his his uncle is my godfather and is married to my aunt. Um, but we grew up together and we basically called each other cousins, but you know, it's chosen family, not by blood. Um, he was the first one to pass away and that death hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I had been to a lot of funerals before then from family members, like older aunts and uncles passing away. But this was like the first time I lost someone that was like genuinely like really close to me. And, um, yeah, it kind of started this weird trend of like people around my brother passing away and luckily my mom kicked my brother out for being too much to handle and he moved to Fairfield which I think would have been great it it was great for him um but something I would want to know is like if my cousin didn't get into that fight that day would he still be alive or if my brother didn't get kicked out of the house would he have died sooner um or what would he have died my brother's alive um because I've been I reflect a lot on like my brother's growth and how grateful I am to still have him around when I know a lot of his friends' siblings can't say the same thing. So that, yeah, that's something I would really want to know is like what life would have been like with my cousin around. And then if my brother would have never got kicked out, like what would have happened with him? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one more question or not one more question, one more answer. I would, uh, yeah. Question I would ask, uh, kind of going off of what Ace said earlier about how much time I spent on my hobbies, I would actually like to know how much time I spent on my GameCube, PS2, 360, uh, Xbox, <laughs> and PC. 
not like cumulatively, but like each individual system, especially the 360, I would really be interested to see how many hours I spent on that thing. Cause Lord knows some of my best and most fond gaming memories came from that system. And I would really love to know altogether how many hours I have put uh, into that thing and money. Actually, I would really love to know how much money I spent. Cause I, Lord knows I bought so many different variations of 360s and Xbox ones and all that stuff, I, oh man, I would really love to know how much money and time I spent on those things. I would also like want to know what would have happened if MySpace did better? Like what would social media look like? Oh, if MySpace never crumbled. Yep. Man, could you, uh, what was you guys' MySpace username? Sorry, getting off sidetrack, but what was you guys' MySpace username? Or, or, yeah, username? I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. Mine, I don't remember. Mine was cringy as fuck. I remember. Uh, <laughs> I don't even. Oh, wanna, cool. I don't even want to say it. That's how fucking. Mine, yeah. mine, mine. Yeah. What my MySpace name was. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before you say, is it still up? Is it still there? I. MySpace. Mm, I, I don't know if you can go to the profile. Can you still go there? I don't know. And look at it. I. I'm not sure. But uh, my MySpace was, I think it was Dre Money two three five or Dre Money seven zero seven. Dre Money, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I look. I'll be honest. I didn't. Even, I didn't make the name. I'll be honest. It was a friend. Um, but DeAndre, yeah. you don't have to lie. No, no, I know that's not. I'm not. A, I'm a Christian. <laughs> I don't lie. What are you talking about? No, you're DeAndre, not Christian. <laughs> <laughs> but i i swear to god that was not me that made that he said dre money i'm fucking weak yeah man that was that, <laughs> that would have been my fucking rapper name yo who you don't know who you're messing with y'all y'all better stop laughing it's about to get real motherfucking nasty up in here real motherfucking dre up in here huh dre... wait well, wait well, there was more after that or was it like numbers it was just numbers okay i can't remember it was like two three five or maybe 707 i can't remember that's hella funny i don't remember what mine was i think it was something along the lines of like senya 146 or like miss senya or something like that or like miss elanese or something something hella generic and basic to be honest i also had a profile song because you could put those on there i forgot what it was it, it was a whole last playlist it was mine was neo because of you Neo, oh my god. Because of you. And then I had um Jay Holiday. I had Jay Stalin on there. Uh who else did I have on there? I had a Chris Brown song. But I had like one of those profiles where the music automatically played and you couldn't turn it off. So you were like forced to listen to my music. Oh, those are the worst. I hated going to those profiles. Sorry, not if, sorry. If you let me pause it, that would have been better. But if you just couldn't let I was like, nah, I'm out of here. Did you guys have like a custom online now icon as well yep. as a layout? Yep. Yeah, I had and a custom layout. Would, yeah. And you would code yep. just to change it? <laughs> yeah. <to>, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had to learn how to code to change it. Yeah, that I, I did that on my MySpace, and because I did it on MySpace, I was able to do that to my Tumblr profile. So I would just make my own uh like code for my my or for my Tumblr profile. But they, I think they took that off because my Tumblr background is like generic now. 
And then I'm sure you could imagine my uh, disappointment when I found out that you couldn't have customized backgrounds on Facebook. Yeah, that was that was a loss. I don't know why Facebook didn't come up with that idea. I wonder what ever happened to Tom from MySpace. I think he um, just like <clears throat> just lived a quiet life. Yeah, because he sold it for a good chunk of change, and I think he yeah, just, he, you know, yeah, he went into retirement after selling it. Uh, and I think I remember, I don't know if this was actually true, like, that he said this, but I saw this thing, like, a way, way long ago, and I was like, whatever happened to Tom from MySpace, right? Mm-hmm. And then he responded, and he was like, still alive, I'm just <laughs> living, a, I'm just living life. <laughs> still alive. I'm still here, just doing my thing. I'm doing me. You know how I'm living, large. Yeah, you know that those were the good days. Like being on like MySpace and like Tumblr. Like those were the fucking great days. Oh my goodness, those were simpler days for sure. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. How many? Hey, how many top friends did you guys have? Oh, uh, don't do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I th- that's a question I honestly cannot answer. Because I, I really don't know. So. I definitely had what is it, a top five, the sh- like shortest amount, because it was like a top one, and then I think it was like a top five, and then like a top eight, or top four, and then a top eight. Yeah, I think so it was ha- top one, four, eight. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a four, and then I went through a breakup, and so I just wanted to make him jealous and like have random guys on my top. So I randomized my top. So every time you would be on the new page, or you would like refresh my page, it'd be like a new top four. Mm hmm. Yeah. Did it work? I don't think so. Damn. But it's okay. I uh, see. I had I had a uh, I had friends on there, and then anytime like we would get like in a in a argument or something, I took them out the top four. Dang. Oh my god, he was you were petty, ruthless. <laughs> yeah, I took that shit seriously. <laughs> he said, "You off the top." That's wild. Um, not playing around. One last thing that I was thinking about um, in terms of like asking like this higher being about stuff. I would hella want to know. And I mean hella. Hella, hella. What would it have been like for the NFL if the Raiders were a good team? <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, yeah, I'm praying in my lifetime I'll see the Raiders win a Super Bowl. I know we suck. I can admit that we suck. But, you know, I, I still have hope. I mean, you got a new coach this year. Uh, so we'll see uh, next year how how uh, you can get a full run in next season and see how that goes. We'll see. I don't know, though. Uh, don't real know. quick, real quick before we move on to Ace's second question, if you have any answers uh, to the question that Ace has asked, uh, what would you ask the the great all-knowing being that you would potentially meet in the afterlife if that uh, if you are, are of religious belief or even if you're not of religious belief? Uh, if you could ask someone, you know, an all-knowing being, what what would you like to know? And they can answer any question for you. What would you ask them? Uh, leave us your answers. Shoot us a DM uh, on the underscore softboiled Instagram. Uh, you can or uh under the post that'll be for this episode you can shoot us a comment underneath the the latest post uh we'd love to hear some of your answers and we may even share some uh, some uh, juicy uh, good ones if you would like us to share some 
uh, going forward. Uh, with that being said, Ace, uh, you had, you had yes. two questions for us. Yes, I did. Um, the second one is a lot more dialed in to what you guys usually talk about on this pod. Um, the second question being, do you guys think it's harder for men or women to ask out uh, other people and why? Men. A thousand I, percent. I, hmm, I think it's harder for men or women to ask out. You know, I, I'm going to I I want to say men and I I think that will be my answer is men definitively. But I think um, in the argument for it being women, I would only say it would be harder for them only because in this society, we put so much pressure on men to ask the woman out um, that it almost discourages women from even asking because they're waiting for the man, even if the woman wants their relationship um, or wants some sort of relationship, you know, as much as the guy, they uh, have to be the ones to wait. And I think that's entirely uh, unfair. You know, I think a woman should absolutely, if they want to pursue a relationship, I think they absolutely should be, you know, feel free to ask just as they, have, uh, they should have every right to ask just as much as the guy. But uh, but I think definitively yes I will I will say men I think I think men absolutely have it have it harder. Okay, now uh, if you'd let me like elaborate more on the question, mm -hmm. do you think it's harder for men or women to be approached? I think it's harder for men to be approached. For kind of the same reasons as it's harder for women to ask, because in the role reversal that we're doing, the man always has to be the one to approach. Right. So he doesn't get approached as often or as much as he would like, because um, going back to your first question, if I want the relationship, I have to approach said girl. Right. It can't be the other way around. I can't shoot the shoot the the googly eyes at them and have them approach me that's not that's not how it's going to work you know women yeah, are yeah. women are always going to be like oh like a guy with confidence and not being shy and not to be afraid and all that kind of stuff which which literally starts with i need you to come talk to me right i think that's where that that whole thing uh starts mm -hmm. the opposite i'm gonna say it's harder to approach a woman and my my reasoning for that specifically is because we are in a, in a stage of life where like you can be a, considered a creep for just about anything, uh, including oh, yeah. being approached by a Absolutely. man. So women, and I mean, let's be realistic. Men do not make it a safe place to live and exist as a woman. So if I'm being approached by a guy, my guard is immediately up and I'm already being a bitch because if you are trying to get at me, I don't want to hear it. I don't want, I don't like, no, it's just a no. And he's probably a nice guy. He's probably really like funny, but I don't like being approached and I'm going to see somebody as a threat and I'm 4'11". You know what I mean? Like I'm, oh shit, I'm a small person. I'm not going to see somebody coming up to me who is like twice my size as like, a person who's coming with great intentions. I personally see men as a threat majority of the time. And so those are my things. Those are my traumas and issues. And I understand that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, 
I fucking hate when men approach me for any given reason. Like, not, like, okay, not to be really fucked up, but, like, even having, like, men servers, you know what I mean? Like, they just kind of give off the ick. Men in general just kind of give me the, the ick. Yeah, that ace, you give, you give, we give her the ick. I'm not even a server. <laughs> but if you were, you'd be, she, she'd be disgusted with you, my guy. Man, so you're I'm my friend. That's I'm different. doing my best. <laughs> uh, curious, what are your questions? What were your answers to to your questions? I think it's harder for men to approach women if that is the route. Or and I also think women, it's harder to be approached because, like, I've read so many like horror stories about like just men being like men. Uh, what's it called? Um, like. They put up the this like facade of like innocent intentions, and then it turns out they're like a psychopath or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I hear that way more than the opposite um, taking place. But at the same time, like what uh, Yusenia said earlier, it just sucks for those dudes that like that don't have any like ill intentions like that. And just like yeah. genuinely want to like approach a girl because he finds her interesting, whatever reason they may be. And just like wants to get to, you know, the old fashioned, so to speak means of like, you know, trying yeah, to like get just, with somebody. Yeah, you just want to get to know her to see you know? if this, if there's a thing there, Like you just have like a crush on a girl or you like a girl or something. And you don't know quite the way to like, you know, be in like a, uh, a natural situation of like getting to know her without coming off as creepy or like anything like that. And it just sucks because like the way the dating scene is now, it's so much worse than it was back then um, in terms of just like trying to find like a suitable partner without like them having some like ulterior motive into like what they want to do with you. And I think it's gonna cause if it's not happening already. I mean, it's ca- it's gonna cause like a huge problem of like more men are gonna be like content with not approaching women anymore. Yeah, and those women that want to be approached um, are gonna be pissed off and just like uh, then just put it on the men for like. Oh, why aren't you approaching me? Like I, I like I'm approachable, and then that's clearly not the the way to go about that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. For, but I understand the other side, where like if you're a girl living in, so to speak, man's world, it's a terrifying world to live in, and that's what the world that we live in now, and it sucks. So there's like no, yeah, it's a there's it's like, like a no, solu- <laughs> it is like no concrete solution to it. Like you just. At some point, it just starts to become, like, luck at that point. Where, like, if you're, like, a guy that frequently, like, tries to, like, you know... I'm not saying you try to, like, be a player and, like, try to get all these women. But, like, you're you're not a type of dude that's not afraid to... um To go up to a girl and, like, you know, ask for her social media or her number or whatever, like... It's gonna suck after a while being rejected, even even if you're used to it, just like that many times. And you're just, I'm I'm sure like after a set whatever that number is, you're just gonna like 
have a different perspective on it and then you're gonna get sour on women and it sucks it's just and like, then that's how we literally end and it's unfortunate because that's actually how we end up with like men who just fucking hate women and then start literally doing things like killing them and like raping them and all of the things sorry i should have put a trigger warning before that but you know like it that's literally how it kind of happens and it sucks because it's a cycle of like women feel um threatened by men and then it takes a specific type of mindset to get to this point where you're like man fuck women i hate women and then you purposely do things to cause harm to women yeah further providing the fear for women to be scared of men Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'll be honest i do not i do not help that cause at all um i think well y'all remember that trip that we took to reno i fucking well i mean i was drunk but like I thought the guy working at the Fat Tuesdays was hella cute. Oh, yeah. And, oh, God. <laughs> and oh, then, God. not only did I shoot my shot, I ran away quickly. You you gave him your number and you ran like Tom and Jerry with the smoke <laughs> trail behind you? Because I was embarrassed. I was so shy. Like, I, I would much rather approach a man that I found cute or attractive or whatever than to have him approach me. Because I would feel intimidated by someone I found attractive approaching me than if I approached them. And I'm also kind of okay with rejection. I don't want to really experience it, but I I can handle rejection. And I know I'm not going to punch someone in the face for being being told no versus, like, if I told a guy no, like, there's a very serious chance that he might, like, fucking assault me. Yeah, I think, uh, like I said, there's really no, like, concrete answer or, or a concrete solution um like yeah you could it, obviously setting matters you know you don't want to just be approaching people while they're at their job working um and, and i get and we've seen videos of you know women posting their you know they're at their workplace and this guy keeps coming in and he's all creepy and is trying to get her number and everything and it just keeps getting rejected and obviously uh a lot of times you know those stories have terrible horrible endings um so yes of course timing uh is everything on those kinds of things and setting also uh it's it's one of those things like like a said it could no matter how genuine your approach is um you know if you just want to get to know someone or if you just think someone's cute and maybe you have no intentions of getting to know this person you just want to say hey miss uh i think i think your makeup is you know your your makeup is looking good today or i like your shoes or i like your whatever you have on you know what i mean it's a simple a simple compliment that that is gonna go nowhere in your mind right you could mm-hmm. and this this is no offense to you Isenia, but you could you and but you could you could approach the wrong girl um someone with uh someone like Yesenia that is like she says she men give her the egg and maybe you end up with the stink face look or maybe you you she just tells you to beat it loser <laughs> i know she won't you probably wouldn't be that mean um but you 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 know you probably be like you know you probably give off the vibe of i don't want to talk to you type of shit you yeah know? like yeah you it, like yeah it's it can go both ways um no matter what your approach is or what the response can be um again timing or not timing setting i think setting definitely plays a huge part uh in those types of interactions obviously if you're in a bar or a club type setting uh, men and women um are going to be more i guess approachable 
Um, obviously, you know, with drinks and alcohol involved and music, uh, you know, dance floor, all that kind of stuff. Conversations can happen. Things could happen. All that kind of stuff. You get a number or two numbers and you try to strike up something after the fact. But again, those those type of settings are made for those types of interactions. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's a little bit harder uh, to just do it willy nilly out of the blue. Social a social setting really does like do the the hard hard lifting of like kind of like making everyone's like guard kind of like you know dissipate. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it sucks that it has to be like that now for people to like be willing to like give that a chance. Like if they're especially if like you have a reason to have your guard up all the time, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, and. I hope that more people would be like willing to just like chill out a little bit and just like like for the girls that want to be approached, maybe like take the initiative themselves. I know that's wishful thinking, I know, but like uh since like a lot of like the differences between both of those genders are being pointed out all the time nowadays that uh people start taking accountability for themselves Mm -hmm. and just like not fall into that stereotype and just like be better than that. Yeah. Like at the rate that we're going right now, it's not looking good. No, I think that's real, you know, especially given like I have a bunch of girlfriends right now who are single and like freshly single and they're like dreading the dating scene. And I think for someone like me who was part of the dating scene for the the time that I was, I hated like the the dating apps and I hated being approached. And so it's like, how do I take advantage of opportunities, right? And at some point, you kind of just have to like bite the bullet and just like either learn to approach or be okay with being approached. Um, and so, you know, one time I had some guy, I was at work and some guy came up to me, he's like the UPS driver for our, uh, store. And he was just like, Hey, like, I think you're really pretty. Like, do you mind if I get your number? Just like super quick and simple. And I was like, so fucking out of my element. I wasn't prepared for it at all. So I gave him my number and it wasn't the biggest issue. There was another instance where some guy left me his number on a receipt. I didn't use it because I didn't find him attractive, but I appreciated that little the the non-threatening type of approaching type oh, of situation I, I did that once to a girl and i didn't get a call back i was so heartbroken she, yeah. was, so, she was so pretty oh jesus christ yeah. it was it was a it was a waitress at a b-dubs and uh this was this was i think i swear to god this was the week before the lockdown happened in like 2019 before everything got shut down maybe like two weekends before like two saturdays before i remember like, it was a group of us it was after a wrestling show and it was like a table of like 15 16 of us and you know people start trickling out towards the end and i'm like hanging back with a couple of dudes and I'm, I'm i'm chatting it up with the waitress and she's cute and i think she's feeling me and whatever and so uh you know i pay for my food and all that thing uh and you know i write my number on the on the thing and I, and you know i put a little like uh like call me type like call me with a little semicolon winky face type thing on there um no call back but uh mm-hmm. i de- i definitely did try but like I do like those I think those kind of moves like the ones that are harmless, you know, I don't think 
well, I don't know. I can't speak for everyone, but I think those are are generally more accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, but those also come with, I guess, the biggest unknown factor on the other side of that. Because like you said, Yesenia, you never know who, you know, you're calling back. Like, sure. Or even Ace said it too. Uh, you know, it could start out simple and innocent, but then obviously... Um, you know, is do is this UPS driver just trying to smash or does he want a relationship or, you know, obviously you have to get to that point, but, uh, you know, the, the waters get muddy after a certain point. Yeah. I also feel like, you know, it, uh, I'm like trying to play like devil advocate because I've been on both ends. Um, I think I've also experienced moments where I gave out my number and didn't get text and it's like, oh man. And then, you know, got, got numbers given to me and didn't text. And, you know, I think that's also like the, the part of the, unfortunately, it's like a game. Um, it's like you're taking risks and seeing if they're paying out. And I think that's the hardest part for people is like that idea of taking a risk, knowing there's a 50-50 chance that it may or may not pay out and how you deal with rejection. I think that's the biggest piece for me, at least when I view dating trying to attempt to like get at somebody things like that because if you're someone who doesn't take rejection well man it's gonna fester up inside of you and eat away at you oh absolutely yeah i know a couple like that (laughs) (laughs) not gonna drop names but yeah oh man it's uh this brings uh not brings me to a point but uh it got me thinking uh since we're going to Fanime, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, since we're going to Fanime this year, uh, like man, I need to, I need to get get you and some of the boys uh, out to like one of these, one of the little Fanime after party uh, things going on. Well, we tried going last year, but like from <laughs> what we heard from uh, who was it that went, Martin and Rex, mm-hmm. they, they went to like this like club area. It was kind of whack. I yeah that would make sense because I feel like cuz didn't they say it was a bunch of like wallflowers? Mm. I mean dude <laughs> you and, know the demographic and, and I, 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 I know that that's what I was getting at yeah the demographic <laughs> for that for that kind of stuff doesn't exactly lend itself well to those kinds of of settings but I'm like even still um I think I'm not going to sit here and say that it takes like, you know, one person to like get the whole place going or whatever. But like, if, if it takes like a couple people to just, you know, get the vibe going and then maybe you never know some other people join in and it's in just a whole big fucking party. But, um, I don't know. That's, that's, you know, that's just me being wishful, wishful thinking. But we can we can like, we can feel the we can feel the vibes, you know. I think it has to be like a big party for that to happen. Can't yeah. be like a small one like the one last. Yeah, I think yeah. If it's if if well, there's, there's like a lot of us shit. going this year, right? Um, it seems like it. I, yes, I think everyone from last year is going, as well as like uh, those that haven't gone last year are going to. Like me. Yeah. So it should be fun. I'm gonna pop my chair my convention cherry. I I like 
zoned out for like half a second when you said <laughs> convention. And I swear to God, I was like, that's not true. <laughs> like, what do you mean that's not true? No, because I because I, I didn't hear her say pop her convention, Jerry. Oh, it took me okay. a second to circle back in my head. Like, oh, she said convention. <laughs> okay, that, that that makes a lot more sense. Wrong episode, DeAndre. Wrong yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm, uh, you can't see me. I put my hand up. That's on me. <laughs> that is on you, Ace. Yes. Before we, you know, kind of get to this little outro conclusion, wrapping up or whatever, what made you think of these questions? I was just thinking to myself at work because, mm-hmm. like, like I, like I tell you guys, I'm for the most part by myself for like half my shift once everyone leaves. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I get onto that that weird part of YouTube, that rabbit hole, where you're just like watching. Like, okay, so no, it, I can I can actually pinpoint it this time. Uh, it was an Ask Reddit video, and it's just a bunch of people who, for those who don't know, it's just like someone posts a question on Reddit, and then anyone is allowed to answer. And I think the the topic was, um, uh. What are some of the most interesting uh, scenarios that you could think of, right? And that's mm-hmm. a very broad question. And someone brought up that exact scenario oh. in as a response. Uh, or at least the first question was. The second question, I just kind of thought of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, after thinking about it, I decided to just ask everyone else because like, I mean, we're all, we've all lived like completely different lives. I mean, some, mm-hmm. at some points may be similar, but you know, we've all had different upbringings. So I want to see what everyone else would ask or what, whatever it is that they're wondering about sometimes that they don't tell anybody. I would want to know that that's what they would ask, like, uh, quote unquote, higher, the higher being if given yeah. the chance to. So. <laughs> Also, real quick, uh, speaking about work, uh, we we talked briefly about this a few weeks ago. Uh, you had your eyes set on a on a certain someone at Trabajo. <laughs> you want me to air this out on the pod? I mean, you don't got to say names or anything like that. But like, how's that going? Oh, uh, slow. I told you, I'm playing the long. Okay, so I guess I guess I gotta air this out on the pod, but it's okay. Yeah, because I don't me. fucking know this T. What the heck? So. For, I also haven't the, been around, so that's all. The me. last time I was on this pod, I had a completely different job somewhere else. So in <laughs> yeah. that time between, I got a new job uh, closer to home, about a 20-minute drive at most, depending on the traffic. And at said job, uh, there's this girl that works there, not in the same department, in a different one. And she comes into my area. I work in a lab. Uh, and... Uh, she comes in sometimes to help test out uh, undisclosed uh, samples. And I think she's really pretty. She wears glasses and she looks good in them. Uh, she has like a very like pleasing voice to hear, at least to my ears. And uh, she makes a move. Uh, what? Huh? What did you say? <laughs> I, nothing. I, yep. Continue. Okay. And, um, I'm at that point where, like, since our since our interactions are so few and far between, mm-hmm. um, whenever we have our little back and forth, uh, 
uh, I'm smitten. And uh, yeah. this girl uh, is a Rizzler. I don't know how to explain it better than that. Um, anything this girl like throws me a bone in, like whether it be small, like if it's a compliment, or like we're cracking a joke, it's working. It's working on me. And I hate being in this position every time because I always act the same. I am flustered. I am thrown off my game. And I don't know how to act. Man's getting caught with his pants down. Mm. Dang. That's good for you, though. I think, especially because I know you've been dating for a long time. So it's like getting that reminder of like what it feels like to be smitten can be really motivating. And then, you know, like it's it's sweet and innocent right now. And like you're really trying to figure out, okay, like what game am I trying to play? Like, am I going to try to like riz her up or am I going to try to be like cute and shy? Am I going to be like nerdy? Like you get to really just figure out which pieces of you you want to showcase. And like it doesn't have to be all at once. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. That's what I, that's the, I think that's the approach that I'm more doing. Like naturally is just I'm letting a little more about myself leak out uh, just a little bit every time. Yeah. No, it, like you have a solid personality. Like you are not one of those dudes that's like, yeah, I just be chilling. Yeah, I just go to the gym. Yeah, like look at my car. Like. No, you have so much personality and hobbies that you can carry on a conversation. And even if they're completely different from this person's hobbies and interests, at least you can have a conversation about things and, like, swap ideas. You know, like, oh, I've never watched this show before. Like, let me watch this. Or, hey, I've never watched anime before. Like, what would be, like, a good starter anime? You know what I mean? Like, there's so much potential for conversations and, like, the sharing of interest versus, like, and me and me and my dude talk about this a lot because he's been like a million first dates and he always hated the women that were like oh i just like to have fun and eat good food and it's like okay but what does that mean oh you know just like have fun like do things that are fun or like oh you like go to restaurants that are like good and it's like okay but like what's what else is there and he was surprised when i told him that guys do that too um and those were the guys i hated going on dates with that like very much like i'm all about this front of being successful but i don't have anything else to me like okay i get it you work and you drive a car and you like go to the gym but none of that stuff impresses me mm -hmm. um so you know for what it's worth taking a female's advice like maximize the fact that you are someone with a great personality you're very kind you're the heart of our group and you have a lot of hobbies and interests and i think that sets you apart from so many other guys for sure Appreciate. I appreciate that. I don't agree with the heart of our group. Shut I think up. That's someone else. All right, shut your bitch ass up. Anyway, uh, two uh -huh. things. I think that's you, DeAndre. <laughs> if anything, blah, I'm, blah, blah, blah. I'm the mouth of the group. If anything, <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta agree with Dean. Multiple people believe that you, Ace, are the heart of the group. I would like to know who these people are and tell them that they are liars. So next up on the Soft Boiled Podcast, we're going to bring the whole Ramen Raiders crew so we can all justify that Ace is the heart of the group. Uh, I did have you, two things. Ace, you, you won't. Get no, Ace, you won't. Uh, um, <laughs> two things. Uh, going off of what Yesenia said about the whole like uh, dating thing and I just like to have fun type shit. It was always the worst. And Ace, I don't know if you, I don't know if this still happens on dating apps, but I, anytime I saw a girl that had in her bio, 
uh i like to go on adventures or take me on an adventure that was an immediately that was an immediate no for me you know what's funny i've literally just swiped left on a girl because that was in her fucking bio it's it's the most like like what you're saying it's the most basic uh not even trying thing you could say it's not that's not telling me anything. it would take me on an what the fuck is an adventure to you because an adventure to me is going to a fucking uh knocked loose show and getting my fucking teeth knocked down in a mosh pit you know what i mean that's a fucking adventure to me but to you i'm sure you'd probably be terrified so i need you to tell me what you want out of this date or want out of a relationship you know what i mean but uh that's that's a that's going back on a, a topic that we can go back into with dating apps and whatnot but um second of all my second point was uh i know you said you were playing the the long game with this but um how far into the long game are we are you close to asking her out um have you inquired if she's single or not like what's what's going on here like i know we we had a whole episode about timing is everything and you gotta you gotta strike while the iron's hot buddy like what is the are we at medium heat high heat is the oil in the pan what's going on no 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 we're at low heat because, we're at low like, heat i tell you the these interactions are few and far few and far right 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 mm-hmm. so like it i don't want to like jump the gun on that immediately like i'd rather mm-hmm. her just tell me herself like if she's like taken or not because mm-hmm. like i don't want it to be weird yeah because like she's in a different department and there's like a thing at of course there's a thing at work about like dating people and like like hey be careful like take accountability for this and like, all that mm-hmm. stuff so like I'm being like very, very casual about it. If it pans out, it pans out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not uh, putting all my eggs into that basket, at least not yet. Um, fair. Fair enough. And that's a uh, sound advice for everybody, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of everybody, uh, if you also had any, uh, any more answers to Ace's second question about, uh, being approached and who is on the approach which is harder for men or women again feel free to drop us a comment uh below on our instagram post or shoot us a dm on insta uh instagram underscore soft boiled spelled exactly as it sounds uh and we just want to take this fantastic uh opportunity fantastic time i don't know what i'm saying anymore ace thanks for being here i appreciate it (laughs) thanks for having me on i hope to be on more episodes Yes, sir. Thanks for inspiring today's episode. We would definitely love to have you back for more. Of course, if y'all don't know, we usually ask our friends to figure out like what type of topic they would like to talk about just to kind of give more comfortability. But for our lovely viewers slash listeners, I don't know why I said viewers. We don't have viewing yet. Um, Hopefully that's in the works for 2024. Um, But for our lovely listeners, if there is a topic that you would want Ace to talk more about let us know on our lovely Instagram page, underscore softboiled. Let us know on uh, any other way you possibly can let us know. And yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm going to do my best to implement a piece of feedback that we got. Uh, Yesenia, uh, it's the end of one episode and we got we to gotta look forward to the future, as they say. Um, and for the future, as in next Friday... Next week's topic is going to be all about turnoffs. Ooh. 
will turn off. Uh, and I will, I'm going to, I'm not going to say too much, but I am going to try a little bit something different with the next episode. If I can make it happen, I'm not going to promise anything. Um, but if I can make it happen, I, I think uh, next week's episode will turn out a little bit different, uh, hopefully for the better. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, again, Ace, thank you for being here. Thank you for suggesting uh, today's, or not even suggesting a topic, just, you know, coming on and asking us some thought provoking questions. Uh, please, and again, please, if you have more, you know, you're always welcome to, you know, say, hey, I want to, I got, I got more. <laughs> Oh, bet. I got more. Yeah, absolutely. And we and we look forward to hearing them and answering them uh, on our way out. You got any parting words for the fine listeners? Uh, just be safe out there. You know, if you really want something, go for it. I'm talking in terms more of people since this was a people centered episode. Uh, don't be a shitty person or else you're going to, I don't know, go to uh the down under no wait no that's that's australia <laughs> never mind the, never mind down under <laughs> i got nothing i think you said enough it's all good yeah. uh yesenia again thank you for being here as well even though i know you're a little under the weather with your acid reflux and you're still mourning the loss of your great of your greatest lover coffee but we're glad you can make it. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I'm always going to be here to remind you of the dark times. And I ain't talking about that roast. <laughs> but oh, boy, I'm on one. Too bad. We got to end it. So All long, right, wrap up the podcast. We're done with you. <laughs> so long, everyone. Stay safe out there. Drive safe. Teddy, we love you. Stay safe out there. Uh, we'll see you all next week for turnoffs. What the fuck? Why the fuck did Teddy get a shout out? Teddy, Teddy always gets a shout Teddy out. Teddy always gets a shout out. Yeah. Oh. He always listens to the podcast on his way home. Bye, Teddy. Bye. Fuck you.